Hey guys, this is Jess from JessInTheReal.com, and this week on the pod, we have the second part of my interview with my friend Dan from work. He talks all about the community and giving back and volunteering in addition to all of the different side hustles that he does. Yes, he has more than one side hustle. It's amazing. And if you haven't heard the first part of this podcast, make sure to go back and listen before you listen to this part. It'll make a lot more sense. Um, He talks about finding a need and that's how you have to start your side hustle. So he'll give you advice on how to do it. And he also tells us different tools that he used to become successful. I hope you enjoy this episode and let me know what you think. So I do want to get back to your empire that you want to start. So I know you do, you did refing, you've sold the olive oil. So what about the, the current expansion? Yeah. So, so now, um, you know, I love sports. Um, always been a jock. You thought maybe possibly I would be a professional, um, right? I thought if you could do a sport as your day job, that'd be the coolest job ever. Hell yeah. So unfortunately, right, it's, the percentages are low. Um, you know, things happen. Things happen for a reason. And, um, you know, so I always wanted... So when I was younger and I was at in high school, I always, like, would look at, like, the record books. And I would... So this was for wrestling, uh, not soccer. Soccer, I don't know. There was no record books or anything like that. <laughs> no one cared. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Uh, but so we would actually post this information, like, in our in our locker room. And, you know, every day you kind of pass by it, you see what the benchmarks are. And as I started, you know, going through my career, I started realizing, like, hey, like, I can reach that benchmark. Like, I can, you know, the way that it's going right now, for sure. Um, And I always thought it was weird that, you know, none of those guys I saw on the wall would ever come back. I would never see their face. I thought it would be the coolest thing in the world. Like, awesome. It would be like seeing Derek Jeter come through you know, or a real professional athlete, uh, because in my eyes, right, these guys can't walk the same hallways and stuff, and they actually excelled in this sport, um, and I always made it a point to say, like, if I ever had the opportunity, I'd like to come back and show my face and help others and help, like, you know, these youth wrestlers that, you know, were in the same shoes as I was, and 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 give back in that sense and kind of like if they needed like mentorship guidance things like that um and i you know now fortunately i've been able to do that and i started a youth program youth wrestling program um in my area to help these kids with you know exposing the sport but also i you know in my eyes wrestling gives you a lot of um tools for life that are very helpful self-discipline determination um and the great thing about wrestling is individual sport right there's no real you can't blame other people for you losing right it's just you out there so my whole thing is i started this wrestling program with another wrestler that i wrestled with in, in on my team and he was even better than i was and we want to give back and help these you know, kids make them into adults and help them through the sport of wrestling. So we started that this summer. We just did a nice little introductory, um, you know, six week program. And now we're gearing up to our first season. Um, and it also helps me understand building something, right? 
this is a program, but hopefully in the future, a company, um, right? I have to go around. I have to get investors. I have to get people to donate. I have to make them believe in the brand, believe in me, um, and I and ultimately be a leader. Be you know, be a leader of all you know this whole program because I'm gonna be the head coach and I'm gonna be the guy where you know it's, it falls on me if a kid um, acts out and things like that. I have to make sure I'm you know meeting all those expectations and that's kind of gonna help me as well transition into what I'm looking to do in the future. That story literally gave me chills thinking about being that high school student and wondering like why these people don't come back and you wanting to be that person one day. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people in high school think like that. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's just from my own personal feeling of it because I thought it would have been the coolest thing in the world for these guys to come back, show their face and, you know, and shake some hands. And, you know, I would have loved to ask them some questions of how they felt, how they, you know, what they thought and things like that. Um, so to be able to do that um, in this world and in this lifetime is 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 really something I'm very passionate about, and that's why um, I'm doing it. That's mm-hmm. amazing. I think it's going to go really well. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, summer went well. Uh, you know, we got the numbers are up right now, so uh, you know, we'll we'll see. So, what are you going to be like a training site? Are these uh, young men going to be, you know, on their high school team and then you're just going to be like a supplement to help them learn or will they be learning from you and not on the high school team? Yes. They will be independent. Yeah. So this is an independent, um, okay. program. It's, it's sponsored through an athletic association, uh, in our area. Um, and it's what it is, it's supposed to be a feeder, right? So a lot of these, you know, Anything you do well in life, like sports and stuff, you start at a young age. Right. And unfortunately, in our area, we haven't had that, right? So a lot of these other short teams are really good. Uh, Northern wrestling, Northern Jersey wrestling is really good, but they start at a young age. Whereas, like, I started when I was in sixth grade. And to get to where I went isn't, isn't normal. You know, I had a lot of hard work and, and determination and heart, but I'm, I want to help the kids in the area Anyone that wants to learn, I want to teach them at a younger age and then help them progress into those kind of wrestlers. Okay. Then they start going to middle school. Then they start going to high school. So our program is a, a kindergarten through eight, eighth grade. And um, and yeah, like the goal is to make these kids great and, and to ultimately help, you know, because it's not everyone's going to wrestle until college or, you know, go to the UFC or something like that. But the tools that they're going to get from that program, the mindset, that's the stuff that I'm trying to trickle down so that they can be better equipped for the real world. Because it's, it's tough out there. No one tells you what's the right decision, what's the wrong decision. You know, no one tells you, you know, hey, this is going to knock you down and you really have to, like dust yourself off and and, and keep going forward Um, and that's kind of what I want to give back and ultimately say hey this guy from a little town called Heightstown you know works in Hoboken is trying to give back to you know people from his area and then show them hey it is possible to get to the next level or to to aspire to what you're looking to do and ultimately you know if I could have a couple of those kids give back in the future as well right then you have a nice like culture that you're building yeah, and it doesn't have to be sports. I guess for the people listening. Yeah, exactly. Um, for example, I have no athletic genes in my body, so I wouldn't be a good wrestling coach or any sort of coach, but I think it could be something like you know starting a volunteer organization or just anything where kids and 
and like the community could come together and do something great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I really wish I did sports as a kid because Brett Brett um, used to be big into basketball. I mean, he still loves like every sport alive, but you know, with basketball, he says like he learned so much about being part of a team and and discipline and all those other things that you mentioned. So, yeah, sports. I make fun of them all the time with Brett. I'm like, wow, sports, so cool. But you really do learn a lot, and I think it it really ties well into this whole side hustler business. So yeah, for if sure. you are someone who is athletic, you could do something like refing or being an assistant coach or being anything just to get your foot in the door in that sense. Yeah. And I, and I think the best part about this program isn't, you know, just the sports or the, the guidance or the leadership. You know, it's also, you know, being a volunteer and wanting to like not do it for any type of monetary value gives me a different feeling than when I actually make money because it's not, you know, the, you know, where I'm at right now is, Hey, I have a good amount of money and I really feel it in my soul basically to do this. And I think that's the best part. Like a lot of times I'm talking to people and they're like, you mentioned nothing about like profiting or one because I don't want to, I genuinely want to do this out of like the bottom of my heart. Um, and you know, I know it's going to be good. I know it's, you know, I can just feel it. And just because I have the right intention, I feel like, you know, that karma and all that stuff is going to, you know, everything's going to shake out well. I like that karma. So I feel like we've definitely hit on all of your different side hustles and, you know, the financial independence aspect. And now we kind of hit on giving back to the community. So... On a broader spectrum, I guess, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's looking to start their own side hustle or who's just started a side hustle and they're discouraged? Like, what can you tell them? Uh, that there's there's a, there's a lot of opportunity out there. There's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of money, um, you know, and kind of just understanding where the need is and fill it. Um, I know I talked to a couple other people. They they've started their own like cleaning business where they'll go around to, you know, mansions and, and clean and, or people will start their own lawn. I mean, you know, you could start it as small as, as you want, right? You can do a leaf business, you can do, um, landscaping, you can do, um, and, and I actually started listening to like a side hustle podcast that's called that. And people, you know, would outsource like, they'll do Excel work for you and, and, um, or like, you know, the opportunities are out there, especially with technology these days. Like literally you could take the Amazon, um, pricing app and you can go uh, to Walmart and you could, Hey, I'm going to take a picture of this. I'm going to see how much it sells on, on Amazon. And if it's lower, right, if it's a lower price in, in Walmart, then you can make make some money, right? You could sell it. You could start becoming a seller. You can do kind of anything you want. It's just like, it's understanding how to do it like in the most efficient way and how to make sure, hey, am I getting a proper like return on investment? Like ultimately. Yeah. And even businesses that you see like candle making businesses or um, soap making or anything like that, coffee businesses, like it's not like those people, you know, dug up wax from somewhere like they're buying it from the internet at wholesale and they're buying scents from someone else and they're not the like sole proprietor I guess it's the way that they're running the business like that's not a new business candles isn't a new business but it's like how you go about it 
Uh, and like Dan said, like the cost effective part of it is really, really important. Yeah, exactly. You got to know what it's worth. What's the opportunity? Like if you buy a candle and you're like, man, this candle is really expensive. Like, why is it so expensive? You know, can I make it for less and can I charge less? And then, you know, then you're kind of hitting a different demographic that, you know, wants cheaper candles and maybe they're going to buy, you know, 10 more, 10 times the candles from you because it's cheaper. And then, hey, it sounds like a business to me. Um, You know, that's the type of mentality. It's always like, hey, what's the need? What can I do? I always think about things and, hey, what does it take to make that? How much does it cost? What would the margin be on that? And now all the days, you know, I think about is, hey, what's the value of something? And then what what's the possible margin? Right, because that's how you're gonna make money, and that's ultimately like where you're looking to go. If you can make something for cheap and sell it for more, right? Just like Warren Buffett says, "Buy low, sell high." Um, and if you can make something, even better. All right, so I feel like we're coming to the end of this conversation, but the one last thing I did want to ask: Do you have any sort of like apps or websites or tools or anything that helped you with your side hustle? Um, I would say in, in the initial stages, no, right? It was just kind of like that feeling of wanting to do more. Um, but as I started, um, you know, doing the side hustles from, you know, starting 2011, I started like latching on to, you know, different podcasts and different uh, people with the same mentality. And they just were, you know, reinforcing what I originally thought, which was an awesome thing. Um, but yeah, so the podcast I, I think is really cool. It's really nice to get like different ideas. Um, and they're simple, some are simple, some aren't as simple, but it gives you kind of an understanding of what possibly you could do as a side hustle, um, is the side hustle podcast. Uh, they're very short. It's around, I think around five to 10 minutes each. Um, and it paints a picture of, um, you know, what this person does and why they do it and how they got started and you know what the need they fill. Um, also, I know I sent you that information of Susie Orman, right? The needs and wants, Susie. and she's 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 on it. She wants you know women to have the tools to to you know be financially independent, so you don't have to depend on anybody else, whether it's a job or a or a um, you know a loved one. Um, you know, she's really good. I love listening to her. Um, I listened to her podcast, actually. Dan told me about it, and I listened to it while I was doing work at work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but after hearing that, that was kind of when I started to thinking, like, think about my finances, for real. Like, I always did 401k, and um, I put money into mutual funds, but I, I wanted to do more. Um, and I think I really learned that from her and from Brad and from you and from, like, people that I talk to on a day-to-day basis. Um but I think she targets her talks more to women because in the past it's always been like the man of the mm-hmm. house who like deals with finances and um, that's not like sexist or anything. It's just a fact. Yeah, so sure. she's trying to break that, uh, that mold so that like women are taking charge of their own finances and like ladies who are listening to this podcast, even if you're married or you're with someone who, you know, a guy who takes care of your finances, try to like do it yourself and invest in yourself. Yep, exactly. You know? Exactly. And I think the coolest part too is is Andrea, my wife, you know, felt the need to give this information out to all of her closer friends because she wants them to have to not, you know, they they can do what they want, right? They they're they're adults, they can make their own decisions, but she at least wants to provide the information that she has and share that to kind of collectively help 
women. And I think it's awesome. I think she, you know, and, and that's why I married her. Right? It was, she's just, she's awesome. And to even think about and just give that to all these people, especially people that needed it, you know, that kind of thinking and that kind of mindset. It's just, it just, it speaks volumes. And I think it's awesome. And her, you know, her podcast, I know she has her own. Um, Suze. Suze, Suze. yeah. Suze, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's awesome. And also I like how I built this. Um, how I built this kind of, you know, you get under uh, to understand, hey, like what it took to make a company. Sometimes it was luck. A lot of times it's luck. Um, but they at least put themselves in a position to get lucky. Right. And like I think, if you don't do it, you're not going to get lucky. <laughs> exactly. Like no one's going to come over and say, hey, your name is Jessica. I want you to be successful. Here's this opportunity. Right. It takes, you know, you, the groundwork you do now and then you just build upon that and then eventually, you know, someone's going to recognize it or you, you do it yourself. For sure. So. Any last impressions, last thoughts you want to give? No, I, you know, I just think, you know, experiences are fun, right? Having fun is obviously fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the harder you work now, the better it's going to be. I mean, you know, I want to make sure, you know, for my family, I'm doing the right things and I'm willing to work as hard as I can uh, for that. So if you have a goal, you know, dream big, you know, really dream big because even if you don't hit that goal, you know, you'll be somewhere in a better spot than you, if you never had a dream or never had a goal. Um, and you know, failing is, is okay. You know, failing is not okay if you don't learn from it. So the more, you know, the more you fail and you hopefully learn from it, the better you're going to be as an individual and then can take that, um, you know, to the future for sure. Love it. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dan, for coming in and talking on JessTheReal.com uh, podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been awesome. Um, if anybody actually wants to get in touch with Dan for any reason, you could always email me uh, or message me through my website at JessTheReal.com. Thanks, guys. Bye.